Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeats. My name is Dave Taylor. Thanks for checking us out. We are FM 99 to 106.9 of the Fox's only wrestling podcast. And, uh, yeah, we emulate from uh, the, the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, Chesapeake, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Hampton, Newport News. There you go. Uh, we are FM 99 again, 106.9 of the Fox's only wrestling podcast. And that's where you can find us on their website, under the media tab at fm99.com or 1069fox.com. You can check out some of our previous episodes there. we got a playlist, including some interviews that we've done throughout the years. We've had uh, quite a list of of wrestlers and non-wrestlers appearing on the show, but we've had Seth Rollins on the show. We've had Drew McIntyre on the show. Natalia Neidhart has been on the show, just to name a few. Heck, the, the Miz and Chris Jericho have been on the show multiple times. And you can check out those interviews, again, at 1069fox.com, fm99.com, under the media tab. Or you can, uh, you know, how you're listening to us on the podcast app. Just search ESPR Wrestling on any of your podcast apps. What you're probably doing now, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher. And check us out, Spotify as well. Make sure you get that subscribe button so you get a notification when we post a new episode. Also, Facebook and Twitter at ESPR99. And uh, here we're a little late with this, but we are going to get the review of Money in the Bank, another great event from WWE. They've been on a roll. You know, I, I know, you know, it's they, they probably had this venue booked a long time ago, but uh, they've been on fire as of late. They they probably wish, like, they they booked a bigger venue in London, considering that, uh, you know, AEW is about to do uh, some big numbers at Wembley. But uh, over 18000 for this, a fired-up crowd who uh, you know, they entirely hijacked the show. They made a reference to that at one point with uh, John Cena and uh, and Grayson Waller. But let's uh, run down the card and uh, seven matches and uh, one long segment to kind of give everybody a break. And it all started with the uh, the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Kicking things off. And you had uh, Butch, Ellie Knight, who got a huge pop. Logan Paul, who got a lot of heat. Damian Priest, Ricochet, Santos Escobar, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, the crowd was definitely all about Ali Knight for this match. Anytime he got close, the crowd was crazy. Anytime Logan Paul got close, the crowd had a lot of heat. So he's definitely doing this job. Anytime he got stopped, the crowd was fired up. Uh, one moment of this match was actually kind of scary for him, and Ricochet was a, a spot where I guess uh, – you know, I guess uh, Ricochet was going for a Spanish fly off the table. I wouldn't call it a botch. You know, it ended up on Botchamania. Uh, but it just looked uh, vicious where uh, they, they flipped off the ropes through the tables, uh, mainly one table, as the other one didn't break. And uh, Logan uh, looked like he injured his shoulder a little bit, had some bleeding going on. But uh, some crazy spots uh, throughout the match is what you would get, you know, in a ladder match. You know, Butch uh, sending up the ladder outside the ring, performing a moonsault off of it because – you got to do uh, those spots out there, uh, you know. And look, it seemed like in this match, you know, Damian Priest was going to be the guy. Maybe Ali Knight. I mean, they weren't going to give it to Logan Paul, were they? I mean, obviously, he's he's had title matches before. You know, he doesn't really need the briefcase. And uh, it came down to it with Ali Knight climbing a ladder. Think, like, oh, we're going to get our moment here. But Priest took him off the uh, ladder there with a broken arrow, and then climbed up and. Won the briefcase. And some people, you know, maybe not happy with it because ah, I wanted Ellie Knight to win. Uh, like, Ellie Knight can, you know, probably get a title shot against Austin Theory at SummerSlam. And that crowd's going to love it. Damian Priest has got this uh, great storyline going on with the Judgment Day, with Finn Balor, and uh, some, uh, you know, the sanction in the ranks, if you will, with what's going on there. 
And, of course, we'll see him later on. But I, I enjoyed this match. It was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, congrats to Priest. Uh, obviously, they got something big for this guy. I mean, he made an event at the event in Puerto Rico, put on a fantastic match with Bad Bunny. So, obviously, they got something going on there. And they've been kind of building to it. It makes sense. I mean, Butch, you know, these guys, you know, Santos Escobar, Ricochet, you know, Shinsuke, you know, not guys that really had a shot. So, you really had, you know, two, maybe three, if they really wanted to go to Logan Paul route. But there you go. Damian Priest, your winner of the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Second match of the night, Ronda Rousey. Shayna Baszler defending the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. And this was against the returning Liv Morgan, who I guess maybe she's not 100%, but she's back, and uh, Raquel Rodriguez. And uh, you had you know, Baszler in control early in the match. And then uh, you had you know, Ronda coming in. And then some, for whatever reason, in the match, you know, Shayna Baszler tagged in Rousey. And then uh, Shayna Baszler turned on Ronda and put her in a curve a clutch before leaving the ring. And, uh, you know, Rodriguez and Morgan were like, what's going on here? And then they uh, did the uh, Tahama Bomb and Oblivion combo. And uh, Morgan pinned Rousey to win the Tag Team Championships for a second time. Now, the fast forward to Raw, uh, it was definitely Shayna Baszler's best promo I think I've seen. And I guess she's the face now, which is amazing. Usually when somebody turns on their partner, uh, you know, they're, they're the heel. And the other person becomes the sympathetic, sympathetic baby face. Uh, not the case for Ronda. Uh, they booed, and uh, Shayna came out. It's like, nobody wants to hear you talk, and that got a pretty big pop. Uh, so that should be a fun match uh, when you get to at SummerSlam. And, yeah, maybe maybe good things for Shayna. Maybe, maybe the push is finally there, and maybe this is the moment they need it. So, I mean, for the match itself, the tag match, I mean, it was, you know, it was all right. And then you got, you know, the ending, you know, obviously opened up a whole new story in that. But uh, congrats to uh, Raquel and Liv Morgan and winning the Tag Team Championship again. Uh, next match, uh, this one was probably the biggest no-doubter of the night because, like, I seriously thought in the tag team match that uh, Ronda and Shayna would retain, but I did not see the turn coming. But you have uh, Gunther defending the Intercontinental Championship against Matt Riddle. And, um, you know, I, I mean, they, they give you that moment of hope, like, oh, maybe Riddle is actually going to pull this off, but obviously that didn't happen, you know, when you hit the uh, floating bro and, and Gunther in the match, but, you know, Gunther did the uh, power bomb on there. And then, um, you know, putting the half crab. I mean, who would have thought, you know, and this says a lot, because obviously they got the storyline with uh, with Matt Riddle's ankle and everything, but uh, Gunther winning by submission and with the uh, the half crab on there. But uh, there you go. Yeah, the Intercontinental Championship ring continues. And then after the match, hey, we saw the return of Drew McIntyre. All those rumors, ah, he's unhappy, he's going to AEW. Well, guess what? He's back, and he had a stare down with Gunther, and then he had a Claymore kick on Gunther, and then uh, we saw him again on Raw confronting Gunther as well. So I'm assuming that's going to be a match at SummerSlam. And then uh, we had – I thought this was a fun match. Uh, Cody Rhodes taking on Dominic Mysterio. Rhea Ripley was with him. And, uh, you know, any time, you know, Dominic would, would get heat on Cody was, you know, one of those moments where – you know, Cody got distracted or whatever else. So Mysterio would take advantage of that. And he tried to hit him with a 619 and the Rhodes counted with an Alabama slam. And and this was I, I you know a fun match for what it was. You know, Dominic is a great heel. The dude's got heat. 
you know, it's not piped in as we've seen. Uh, but uh, yeah, Rhodes winning here, you know, rather easily after a bit uh, with the Alabama Slam at Cody Cutter, and then the Crossroads to win the match. No appearance from uh, Brock Lesnar in that particular match. And then we had a little break. Uh, John Cena came out. Yeah, he was the hype man. You know, for uh, WrestleMania to be in London, London, and then Grayson Waller came out because uh, he wants WrestleMania to be in Australia. Hey, I'll take a super show from Australia. It's been a couple of years. And they kind of went back and forth, and then uh, he pitched, you know, the Grayson Waller effect at WrestleMania with Cena as the special guest, and then, you know, Waller tried to attack Cena, and then uh, Cena ended up with the AA and Waller to end the segment. So a little padding of the time there, you know, to kind of give everybody a break. And then you had the women's money in the bank ladder match. And I actually kind of enjoy this how this went down. You had uh you had Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark. You had Becky Lynch uh, from the Raw side. You had a uh, Bailey Eo Sky and Selena Vega from SmackDown. And no, Bailey is not part of Judgment Day, in spite of what you may have heard. Uh, <laughs> I'll announce your gaff there. Uh, but uh, this was an uh, yeah, interesting match. You know, they uh, brought out the uh, handcuffs, uh, Zoe Stark and Trish Stratus to kind of handcuff Lynch. And I thought this told a pretty good story because they had one of the handcuffs on her wrist. But I thought, oh, maybe she's going to be handcuffed to Zoe Stark or Trish Stratish, and and this will be how they they do the match and everything. And uh, so that continued for a while. You had some uh, spots with uh, EO Sky performing a moonsault off the ladder into the other woman. Uh, Vega uh, doing the spot with Zoe Stark off the uh, ladder and kind of like a powerbomb sort of things. Uh, that looked uh, painful there. On the uh, bridge, uh, on the uh, bridge ladder there, the uh, code red that she did on Stark, you know, and I thought, oh, maybe, maybe Bailey's gonna get this, and you had Bailey and and Becky going up the ladder here, you know, one spot in the match, you know, Eo was near the top and Bailey pushed the ladder down. Well, here you got uh, Bailey and Becky going up the ladder, and Eo Sky comes in and takes uh, the handcuff that was on Lynch's arm and attached it to Bailey through the ladder. So they couldn't climb the ladder. Sky went up the ladder uh, to get the briefcase to win the match. I, I thought that was a fantastic ending, a, a fun match, um, and probably one of the best endings to Money in the Bank of any of the matches that we've had, just the way that the execution of that was fantastic. So kudos to that, and happy that EO Sky won, and we'll see how this works out with Bailey, how this works out. You know, does Bailey try to cash in for her, saying, well, this is, you know, damage to the controls briefcase or whatever else we shall see over time. And that's the curious thing with these, uh, you know, the briefcases, because there's some stories here, you know, it's not like guys that all of a sudden they get the, or the girls get the briefcase and they lose 40 times. But now, you know, they have like the immediate adversary that they're with, you know, Bailey and Eel Sky damage control and uh, Damian Priest with uh, Finn Balor and Judgment Day. Or, you know, one of them is going to try to cash in and that moment's going to get ruined and then that's going to make that guy our girl, a face, and hopefully a big one. Next match, speaking of Finn Balor, well, he uh, challenged uh, Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins, for the Raw Women's uh, World, let's try that again, for the Raw Raw's World Heavyweight Championship. And uh, you had a couple of times where you know Finn uh, tried to uh, coup de gras and couldn't get it. And later in the match, you know, Rollins performed a, a pedigree in Balor for another uh Almost three count there. And then uh, Damian Priest came out to the ringside there with a briefcase. Everybody thought, oh, man, are we going to get a cash in already? And, uh, of course, uh, that didn't happen. But, you know, Rollins got distracted. And then Finn Balor got distracted when he was on the top rope to go for the Coupe de Gras. Uh, he ended up not hitting the move. And then uh, so Balor got distracted. Rollins 
hit the stomp and Balor to uh, Finn Balor to return retain the title. And there you go. Seth retains. And then you got uh, some issues in Judgment Day between uh, Finn and Damian Priest and what's going on. That continued over on Raw on Monday when Seth fought Dominic. And then at the end of the match there, they all came out and thought, oh, maybe Seth is, uh, you know, going to get uh, challenged by Damian Priest here. And Damian's going to cash in. That didn't happen as Finn came to the ring and chaos ensued. But there you go. But anyways, but fun match, Seth Rollins. Still your uh, world heavyweight champion. In the main event of the evening, and this was a long one, of course, the uh, bloodline, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokol, you know, they had Paul Heyman with them taking on the Usos. What was billed as the uh, bloodline Civil War tag match. And, uh, you know, it started off kind of slow, but, I look, they had a lot to get in here. You had to pace it. You got you know, get the crowd going here. Uh, this was uh, by far the longest match of the night. It didn't feel like it. I mean, it did go over a half hour, but once once they got going and stuff, you know, they had a story to tell. They had a lot of time here. And, you know, with this, obviously, they've been telling the story for three years now. And uh, they're in the match. You know, you got your uh, your ref bump. When do we not get a ref bump in the Roman Reigns match? I'm trying to remember the last Reigns match on a premium live event where we didn't have one of those. So, anyways, that happens. You know, you got the... Uh, the the one deep performed on Reigns by the Usos, no referee to count that. Eventually, the uh, ref comes to, and uh, you know, yeah, he had some great moments here because, uh, you know, you thought, oh, this is going to end here. You know, you got uh, Jimmy and Jay getting stacked on top of each other, as uh, you know, they hit the spike and the spear and everybody, and then uh, you know, Roman stacks him up. Somehow, the ref allows it to the counts, but the Usos kick out. And then you got uh, Solo outside with the Jimmy. And uh, Solo's going to go through the announce table here as he uh, tries to uh, frog splash Jimmy through it. Jimmy moves out of the way. So it's a super kick party, if you will, on Reigns inside the ring. And uh, you got the Jay, you know, uh, giving the low blow, actually. I stepped ahead there. Jay with the uh, low blow on Reigns, which the ref did not see. You know, that used to be the Roman Reigns special there. So then we got the super kicks on Reigns and Sokoa. And then Jay with the uh, frog splash on Reigns. And and I, I was shocked. Pinned him to win the match. But I was just like, oh, my God. Like, that's it. You know, a definitive victory. Obviously, he took a lot of double teaming. And it was a tag match. But uh, Reigns losing for the first time by pinfall since December of 2019 to Baron Corbin. There you go. The Usos win the match. And, uh, you know, they continue this Friday on SmackDown where uh, Jimmy got taken out by Solo Sokoa. And then Jay came back at the end of SmackDown and beat the heck out of Reigns and and Solo and and demanded that he gets a championship match. All this was also said at the beginning of SmackDown when, you know, there's the the trial for Roman Reigns, which was all set up for Jay Uso because Jay was going to be the new tribal chief and then Reigns low-blowed him. and, And there you go. Jimmy out. Jay comes back at the end of the show. Ask for that title match, which I guess will be confirmed next week, and then that'll probably be your main event of SummerSlam. A fun pay-per-view, premium live event, whatever the heck you want to call it, and uh, just uh, a lot of fun money in the bank. And uh, highly recommend it. Give it a nine. You know, not no real duds in here. I mean, you had the matches that were going to be, you know, the Intercontinental match and and Dominic and, and Cody, all all entertaining. You know, that's the main thing. Yeah, complain about the uh, predictability. Uh, are you not entertained? These were entertaining matches. And a lot of fun. 
And uh, definitely a, a great uh, Money in the Bank show that we got. And hey, how about this? It's been like a week. And EO Sky still has her Money in the Bank contract, which is like the longest since like Carmella had it many, many moons ago. So there you go, because usually it gets cashed in like in the first week. So hopefully they draw that out. There you go. That is your uh, review of Money in the Bank. And thanks for checking out Easily Podcast Repeat. Uh, you can find us on the web, fm99.com, 1069thefox.com, under the media tab, or anywhere you listen to the podcast, uh, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, all those places. Just search ESPR Wrestling, follow, subscribe, get the notifications. We've got some cool stuff coming up. And also uh, on the web, uh, or I should say on the soul shows, ESPR99 on Facebook and Twitter. So that is your review of Money in the Bank. And we got some more stuff coming up. Thanks for checking this out. As always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great day, everybody.